Today we welcome everyone in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to celebrate the Monday of the Holy Week, which we call the Holy Monday. And every day of this week is a significant day. And we'll see what Jesus did in every single day of these days till he went to the cross. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. My God, my God, why you have forsaken me? Why are you so far from saving me? So far from the words of my groaning. Oh my God, I cry out by day, but you don't answer. And by night, but I found no rest. Yet you are enthroned at the Holy One. You are the praise of Israel. In you, our fathers put their trust, and you delivered them. They cried to you and were saved. And now, if you like to sing, we have hymn 450 from verse 1 to 4. O sacred head, now wounded. We continue with the confession and absolution. We cry out to the Lord, God Almighty, for forgiveness. Love and trust in you above all things. We have forgotten to reflect our faith in you in our thoughts, words, and deeds. We have forgotten that without your aid, we are helpless to change and hopeless in our sin. Forgive us, Lord, and renew in us clean hearts so that we find a delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. God, our Heavenly Father, has not forgotten you. He sent his Son, Jesus Christ, to take the punishment due each of us. His Holy Spirit has worked faith in our hearts so that we trust in Jesus as our Savior from sin, death, and the eternal punishment. Our sins are forgiven for the sake of his innocent suffering and death and the glorious resurrection. Therefore, as the called and ordained servant of Christ, I announce the forgiveness of all your sins in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit for the sake of his innocent suffering and death and the glorious resurrection. Amen. Praise to you, Lamb of God and our salvation. We pray the prayer of the day. Almighty God, graciously behold this your family for whom our Lord Jesus Christ was willing to be betrayed and delivered into the hands of the sinful men to suffer death upon the cross through the same Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. 
The first reading today is from the book of Ezekiel, chapter 1, from verse 1 to 20. In my thirtieth year, in the fourth month on the fifth day, while I was among the exiles of the Kibber River, the heavens were opened and I saw visions of God. On the fifth of the month, it was the fifth year of the exile of King Jehoashan. The word of the Lord came to Ezekiel the priest, the son of Buzi, by the Kibber River in the land of Babylonians. There the hand of the Lord was on him. I looked and I saw a windstorm coming out of the north, an immense cloud with flashing lightning and surrounded by brilliant light. The center of the fire looked like glowing metal. And in the fire was what looked like four living creatures. In appearance, their form was human, but each of them had four faces and four wings. Their legs were straight, their feet were like those of a calf, and gleamed like burnished bronze. Under their wings on their four sides, they had human hands. All four of them had faces and wings and the wings of one touched the wings of another. Each one went straight ahead. They didn't turn as they moved. Their faces looked like this. Each of the four had the face of a human being, and on the right side, each had the face of a lion, and on the left, the face of an ox. Each also had the face of an eagle. Such were their faces. They each had two wings spreading out upward, each wing touching that of the creature on either side, and each had two other wings covering its body. Each one went straight ahead. Wherever the spirit would go, they would go, without turning as they went. The appearance of the living creatures was like burning coals of fire, or like torches. Fire moved back and forth among the creatures. It was bright, and lightning flashed out of it. The creatures sped back and forth like flashes of lightning. As I looked at the living creatures, I saw a wheel on the ground beside each creature with its four faces. This was the appearance and structure of the wheels. They sparkled like topaz, and all four looked alike. Each appeared to be made like a wheel, intersecting a wheel. As they moved, they would go in any one of the four directions the creatures faced. The wheels didn't change direction as the creatures went. Their rims were high and awesome, and all four rims were full of eyes all around. When the living creatures moved, the wheels beside them moved, and when the living creatures rose from the ground, the wheels also rose. Wherever the spirit would go, they would go, and the wheels would rise along with them, because the spirit of the living creatures was in the wheels. From verse 1 
This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And now we have the gospel and it talks about what happened on Holy Monday. It is from the gospel of Matthew chapter 21 from verse 18 to 27. Early in the morning, as Jesus was on his way back to the city, he was hungry. Seeing a fig tree by the road, he went up to it, but found nothing on it except leaves. Then he said to it, May you never bear fruit again. Immediately the tree withered. When the disciples saw this, they were amazed. How did the fig tree wither so quickly? They asked. Jesus replied, Truly I tell you, if you have faith and don't doubt, not only can you do what was done to the fig tree, but also you can say to this mountain, go, throw yourself into the sea, and it will be done. If you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. Jesus entered the temple courts, and while he was teaching, the chief priests and the elders of the people came to him. By what authority are you doing these things? They asked, and who gave you this authority? Jesus replied, I will also ask you one question. If you answer me, I will tell you by what authority I am doing these things. John's baptism, where did it come from? Was it from heaven or of human origin? They discussed it among themselves and said, if we say from heaven, he will ask them, why didn't you believe him? But if we say, of human origin, we are afraid of the people, for they all hold that John was a prophet. So they answered Jesus, we don't know. Then he said, neither will I tell you 
By what authority I am doing these things? This is the Gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And also we continue with the Holy Gospel from John 19, verse 16 to 22. When the soldiers crucified Jesus, they took his clothes, dividing them into four shares, one for each of them, with the undergarment remaining. This garment was seamless, woven in one piece from top to bottom. Let us not tear it, they said to one another. Let us decide by lot who will get it. This happened that the scripture might be fulfilled that said, They divided my clothes among them and cast lots for my garment. So this is what the soldiers did. This is the gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Abide with me. Fast falls the, end, the eventide. The darkness deepest. Lord, with me abide. When other helpers fall and comforts flee, help of the helpless, oh, abide with me. Swift to its close ips out life's little day. Earth's joy grow dim, its glories pass away. Change and decay in all around I see. O oh, thou who changes not, abide with me. Amen. And also you can sing hymn 878, Abide with me. And now we will have the message of the Lord, which is about Holy Monday. We need to do some search here to understand what happened on this day and what can we learn. As I said in the beginning, we walk with Jesus in this way week to see and to follow every step. First of all, this week, some churches, especially the Eastern churches, they considered it started by last Saturday. And they believe that on this day, Saturday, the Lord raised Lazarus from dead. And then after he raised Lazarus from dead, he went on Sunday to Jerusalem and entered triumphantly there where the people announced and proclaimed him as the king of salvation, as we said yesterday. And then we start the Holy Week after the Palm Sunday. This church, the Eastern Churches, so they said we started the week by Saturday, raising Lazarus from death, and then Palm Sunday. And then today is the Holy Monday. So in the Western churches, or the Christian in the West, they consider the week started by Palm Sunday, and then they consider the Holy uh, Monday is the second day of the week. So we need to know exactly what happened on Monday, which is the day followed the Palm Sunday. Jesus, after he raised Lazarus from dead, he was in Bethany, 
which is the village of Lazarus and his sisters Mary and Martha and maybe he spent the night with them and early Sunday he went to enter Jerusalem as a victorious king of salvation and then after he finished his message in Jerusalem he returned back again to Bethany to spend the night also and this time he was with his disciples and along the way he found a fig tree and he was so hungry and he came close to the tree to see if there is any fruit in it and he didn't find so he cursed this tree and this tree had a lot of significances maybe related to the nation of Israel that doesn't have any fruit that didn't listen to the word of God didn't listen to him and didn't believe in him and also this victory may represent God's judgment on the spiritually dead religious leaders of Israel or anyone actually who may be called a Christian by name but actually they don't have any fruits of faith in them so Jesus told his disciples about this tree that it doesn't have fruits and every nominated Christian or even leader who does not have any fruits or genuine faith is exactly like this fig tree that was cursed by the Lord and Jesus after that so he was in Bethany went to Palm Sunday to Jerusalem and returned back on Palm Sunday maybe late night to Bethany again to spend the night with his disciples and in the morning he didn't find a fruit in the fig tree and then he continued his way to the temple courts and in the temple courts he found a lot of corruption and we will talk about how God Jesus did cleanse the temple from the corruption that it was there so again I would like to understand exactly because as you know many Christians they don't know what happened and also they don't care and they don't understand but for us we need to know exactly what happened in every day of the Holy Week before Jesus went to the cross so on Monday morning Jesus and the twelve as I said left Bethany to return to Jerusalem and along the way Jesus curses the fig tree and we can find this in Matthew 21 verse 18 and 19 and he cursed the tree and said may no fruit ever come from you again so this tree will never give another fruit after that and he said in Matthew that the figure tree withered at once 
So it dried up at once and became dead. And we find this also in Mark, Mark chapter 11, from verse 12 to 14, about the same event about cursing the fig tree. And he said here that his disciples heard him. This means if you are not fruitful or if you don't give fruits of your faith, you will be like this tree. After the event of the fig tree, he continued in his way to enter Jerusalem with his disciples and in Jerusalem, he started to clear and clean the temple. And he said in Matthew 21, from 12 to 13, and Jesus entered the temple and drove out all who sold and bought in the temple. And he overturned the table of the money changers and the seats of those who sold pigeons, he said to them, It is written, My house shall be called a house of prayer, but you make it a den of robbers. So again here, the temple was in a bad shape. Why? Because as you know, uh, the people in the charge of the temple were the priests and the high priests, which we call them from Sadducees or Sadducees. And those people, they used to share the profit between the sellers and them. So, for example, if the sellers sell animals or sell uh, any animal for a sacrifice or even a vision or whatever, so they had an agreement between them and the sellers that I may take a commission of, say, 50%, 30%, or whatever. For this reason, they did the mistake in the eyes of the Lord. How? As you know, the sacrifice should be without any defect means it's not blind, it's not lame, it's not with injury, and so on. But because they shared the prophet with the high priest, they sold these uh, animals with errors or with defects to the people who come to confess their sins and offer the sacrifice, and the priest of the temple accepted the defected animals or sacrifices and killed them and shed their blood on the altar. So it's very bad to hear that those people used advance or took advance from what they are hired for. Why? Because they don't have genuine faith. So they had commission from one side of selling the animals and so they submitted defected animals and the priest uh, killed them and shed their blood. On the other side also there is a lot of uh, a lot of business in the court of the temple like 
changing uh, currency. So, uh, as you know, many of the people came from different countries to celebrate the Passover in this week. So they come from their countries with different uh, currency. So they need to change the currency into the one of the Jewish uh, com community or community. For this reason, number one, they reduce the value of the currency. For example, one dollar equal 10 shekel. But they say, oh, one dollar will be only for five shekel. So this number one, they made a profit from the value of the currency. Number two, they had a lot to do with this currency from different countries, as I said, and they share the double profit with the priests and the high priest. For this reason, Jesus was so mad and said to them, you made the house of the Lord, which is the house of prayer, a den of robbers. And then he entered into the temple to drive out those who sold, saying to them in Luke 19, 45 and 46, it is written, my house shall be a house of prayer, but you have made a den of robbers, the same as Matthew said. So, after he did this, so number one, he went to Bethany after Palm Sunday, spent the night with his disciples, returned back on Monday in his way. He found the fig tree looking for a food because he was hungry didn't find the fruit, so he cursed the tree that weathered right away and then continued to, in his way to the temple of Jerusalem, entered the court of the temple, which means the outside or the outer part of the temple. It's not where the altar was or the holy and the holy of holies, but they used to sell and exchange a currency in these outer courts. And then he cleans it, the outer court of the temple from all those people, and he knew, and he talked clearly by indirect way about the priests and the high priests that they made the house of prayer for all nations a den for robbers. After that, in the evening of the same day, which is Monday, Jesus and the twelve disciples left Jerusalem and returned back to Bethany. And we read this in Mark 11:19. And when evening came, they went out of the city, meaning the city of Jerusalem, and return it back to be with uh, uh, each other in Bethany. So what this means to us? This means that Jesus took Bethany as a center on this day, on Monday, to go 
from it and to return back to it. And most probably he stayed at Lazarus' house because he was a... And Jesus, in this day, as I said, he cursed the victory and also he cleared the temple of the bad people. And as we know, uh, and this is mentioned actually in Psalm 69 about the zeal of Christ. So Christ has a zeal for the house of God. If Christ showed such zeal in cleansing an earthly temple, he will use zeal in cleansing another temple, which is you and me. Do you know that you are, your bodies are the temple of God and the Holy Spirit lives in them or dwells in them? So if Christ has a zeal for cleansing an earthly temple, he will sure use the same zeal sink your temple, which is your heart, your mind, your body. The cleansing of the temple was clear before he went to the cross. So he need to give the message to the people of Israel, to the high priests and the priests that you are not genuine religious leaders. You took advantage from it, but you will give an account about what you did because you broke the commandment of God that you didn't make his house a clean and a house of prayer. So, during also this Holy Monday, there were a lot of Gentile. As I said, they are originally Jews, but they went and migrated to other countries and they had their citizenship in these other countries, but they still keep their Jewish ID. So those people who came from different nations, we can consider them Gentile, plus also they were Jews at the same time. And as you know, they come to celebrate the Passover. And when they saw Jesus Christ, doing this, maybe they didn't understand and maybe they asked it and the disciples of Jesus uh, answered them, but Jesus was so aggressive. Yes, yes. So you can be aggressive, you can be angry for the sake of God. And he came and turned over all the tables all the birds, all the money, and he didn't care. And the question is, why no single person from the sellers or from the priests or the high priests could attack or confront Jesus? Did you ask yourself this question? Why? Because all of them 
they were sinners and also they knew that they broke the commandments of God and they are in default and this is the case of the sinner when the sinner comes before the Lord they should know that they are wrong they should know that they did a lot of mistakes and sins and whatever the Lord is trying to cleanse them from inside they should accept it in love because the Lord would like the house to be back the house of prayers it's wrong my beloved to use our churches although now we don't have the churches to worship in but when we'll be back God's willing the churches are not for social activities churches are not for what from this world it is only the house of prayer so when you meet in the church you meet to pray otherwise the Lord will not be happy or pleased with some churches of what they do and sometimes he may show he's angry but the other times he keeps silent but this doesn't mean he forgot it no we need to change we need to return back to our genuine faith we need to clean our court temple from every blemish and the every sin to return back to the Lord who is the true temple his body was the true temple and also he gave us the privilege to be his temple and this temple should be cleaned on the other side some people said oh Jesus was so aggressive and he did this and he shouldn't do he can talk to them he can gently speak to the leaders and ask them not to do this the answer is very simple they will never listen to him from one side and the other side they became they will become more aggressive and more fighter so they will fight him more and more and more and also on this holy Monday they asked Jesus about his authority when they said who you are how can you do all of this in the temple of God who gave you this authority because as I said no one could stop him why because this is his house this is his God's house but I will surprise you and tell you from this moment on which is a holy Monday the temple in Jerusalem was not anymore the house of God because it will be replaced by the body of Jesus Christ on the cross so, so they asked him from where you have this authority 
Who are you? In their understanding, he is not a prophet, he is not a priest, he is not a high priest. So, who can give you this authority? And Jesus was so smart when he asked them a question. So, sometimes you may answer a question by a question. And this is one of the ways of theological teachings. So, I may not answer all the questions, but I can answer the question by a question. And this is what Jesus did. So, this way is a biblical way. So, when they asked him about his authority, he told them, I will ask you a question. And what is the question? What about the baptism of John the baptizer? And this, as I said, a smart theological way. He asked them, what about the baptism of John the baptizer? If it is from God, if it is from above, from heaven, if they say it is from man, they will not be accepted. Why? Because they consider, many of the people consider John the baptizer as a prophet. And if they say it was from God, it was from above, and Jesus will ask them, so why you didn't uh, believe in him. So they said, the better is to say, we don't know. And Jesus also, in his smart answer, he said to them, and also, I will not tell you from where is my authority. So Jesus cleansed the temple, and also he had zeal for the house of God. And he said, zeal for your house will, co will consume me. And this is what David said in Psalm 69, verse 9. The zeal of your house will consume me. As I said in the beginning, imagine that Jesus Christ had a zeal for every one of us. So every one of us, if he or she goes astray from the Lord, the Lord will be consumed up, means he will be burned up, he will be in fire. So remember this, you are very precious in the heart. Remember the zeal of Christ and his disciples showed, he did show his disciples his zeal and they learned the lesson. We remember the visit of Jesus Christ from Bethany to Jerusalem. And this time he didn't come like Palm Sunday as the king of salvation, but he came as the owner of the house of God. He came to the courts, outside courts of the temple to cleanse them from all the blemish. And he did it from his zeal. And remember also that this day was the last day of the temple to be the house of God. It was gone and will be replaced by the body of Christ on the cross. May the zeal of our Lord Jesus Christ can come to us and give us the courage to preach his word and to clean ourselves from inside and also to pray and help others to be cleaned from inside 
to repent and return back for the Lord because the time is very short and the kingdom is at hand. And may the peace of God which surpasses all understandings keep your hearts and minds in Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And now we read the prophecy from Genesis chapter 3 verse 14 and 15. So the Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, cursed are you above all livestock and all wild animals. You will crawl on your belly and you will eat dust all the days of your life. And I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and hers. He will crush your head and you will strike his heel. O Lord, have mercy. And now may the peace of God which surpasses all understandings keep your hearts and minds in Jesus Christ our Lord. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you unto you. The Lord look upon you with his favor and give you his peace. Amen. Amen.